0: What is etiquette? Learning to yawn with your mouth closed. Correct, pay that man eight dollars. What is a guillotine? The foist real cure for dandruff. Correct, pay that man nine dollars because it pays to be ignorant. As living proof to all you service men and women living in over there that it does pay to be ignorant, here's another half hour with Radio's biggest collection of zanies, the incomparable wit, George Shelton, little McConnell, and Harry McNaughton. Our doctor of music, Nat Novick And the man who sticks his neck out every time at this week Or every week at this time Our moderator, Tom Howard Good evening, ladies and gentlemen Here we are again with that unessential, unimportant, unbalanced, unnecessary And uncouth quiz program at Pace the Ignorant With a board of experts who are so dumb They think a shoehorn is a musical instrument First we have the celebrated author, Mr. Harry McNaughton Who has just written a book entitled How to Win Friends and Still Eat Garlic but here he is, Mr. Harry McNaughton. Thank you. I have a poem, Mr. Howard. I know. Yes, three's a crowd, and there were three. He, the lamp, and lovely she. To his company, there's no doubt. That is why the lamp went out. Ah, uh, fine. <laughs> Very cute. Fine. I had enough. to blow it out. You, you know? had to blow it out. All right. Next, we have a woman who likes tea so much she carries the bags around with her under her eyes. <laughs> a woman a woman who when she was given the gift of gab took it back and got a larger size miss lolo mcconnell here i am mr howard in the flesh well you better take it out and have it pressed is that so well my old man thinks i have beautiful skin i imagine he says lulu he always calls me lulu i see see that's my name he knows you he says lulu you have beautiful skin. I just love to touch you. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Last night he touched me for ten bucks. I see. <laughs> All right. Next we have a man. Next we have a man who has such a small head he has to wear his glasses on his Adam's apple. A man, a man of many parts, but none of them work. Mr. George Shelton. Say, so you know, Miss Howard, I met a lovely girl last uh-huh. night. Her name was Lillian Oaks. I see. She was a peroxide blonde. So what? You know what a peroxide blonde is, I'm not interested. Mr. Shelton, tell me, what is a peroxide blonde? That's an established bleached head. Ah, a bleached... Oh, (laughs) (laughs) aye. Well, I've just met the experts, folks, so I know just how you feel. Here's the first question for this evening. See if we can get it. Here's one question I think that you experts can answer very easily. That's good, yes. Here it is. What what is the question, Mr. Hart? I'm giving it to you right now, Mr. McNaughton. Can you name four persons on that radio program entitled It Pays to be Ignorant? Do we, uh, do we have to get two out of three on this? Look, <laughs> I'd like to get the whole four. Would you settle for one? I'd uh, probably have <laughs> to. Would you repeat that question, Mr. Howard? Repeat it? Yeah. Can you name the four people on the radio program entitled It Pays to be Ignored? What night does it go on? <laughs> Friday night. Uh, that lets me out. I'm never home on Friday night. <laughs> Mr. Howard, is it a musical program or a quiz program? Well, it's a quiz program, I'm ashamed to say. Well, I, I must listen to it some Friday night. Yeah. I just love quiz programs. Yes. They're so educational. I often listen to information trees, and you know, I get the answer before the experts do. What do you think of that? Yep. Yeah. Miss McConnell, uh, uh, do you sleep well at night? Oh, sure. I thought so. You lie so easily. Uh- is it possible? Is it possible none of you know the names of the four persons on the program it pays to Be ignorant. Mr. Hart, tell me, is it anything like our program? You're getting warm, Mr. McNaughton. I am. Yes. Mind if I take my coat off? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Leave your pores open if you want to. Look, I'll give you a hint. The person who asked the questions on this particular program is a very smart, soft, <laughs> very intelligent man. And the people who try to answer the questions are half-wits. Uh. <laughs> Uh, that, that's not like our program. No. No, no. On our program, the exploits are smart. And it's the person who asks the questions is a half I see. On I our program. program. Mr. I Howard, see, you, Mr. Howard you, say, you say there are four persons on this program? That's right. Four persons. Would it be Hart, Shaffner, and Mark? Hart? Now please. That's only three people. How about Mrs. Mark? <laughs> Mrs. Mark? She's a silent partner. Oh, I see. Yeah. Don't tell me somebody has a wife that is silent. Now let's get on here, please Mr. Howard, does the program have an orchestra? No No orchestra? No, there is no orchestra There are several people with instruments With a guy standing in front of them waving a stick But it's not an orchestra No, then what are they doing with the instruments? They found them in an empty house, I don't know Now can you answer the question, it's about radio Would it be that program about dentists? Well, it could, uh, uh, about dentists? Yeah I Never heard that one You never heard of tooth or consequences? Tooth or consequences? <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Mr. McNaughton. <laughs> Mr. McNaughton, please, what are you laughing at? Ooh, I just saw Judy Miss. Hey, Judy. Ah, please. <laughs> you know, Mr. Howard, our program should get the. 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 Wh- what uh, prize is that they give out? You mean uh, Pulitzer Prize? How do you spell it? P U. That's it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> and and stop stalling around pay attention see if we can get it in hunting what is a bird dog used for what kind of a dog Mr. Hogg? a bird dog my old man bought a bird dog once but it was no good uh, it was no good no couldn't sing a note couldn't sing a note (laughs) and it wouldn't eat I bought it one package of birdseed after another I wouldn't need it huh? No A bird dog don't think Well, why do they call it a bird dog? That's what I want you to tell me Oh, you don't know either huh? I don't ah. You're a fine quiz master yeah, You are Right How do you expect us to know the answers if you don't know them? I exactly, see. I mean, suppose we did answer a question correctly You wouldn't know I wouldn't know Look nah. Is that a chip you have on your shoulder, Mr. McNaughton, or is it your head? No, Mr. Howard, it's my head. Well, it needs a refill. Look, the question's about dogs. Mr. Howard, do you want to buy a cage? Is it big enough to uh, hold three uh, hyenas? (laughs) It's big enough to hold your whole family. I see. Where'd you get the cage, Miss McConnell? We used to keep our bird dog in it. You kept a bird dog in a cage? Well, we didn't want him flying all over the place. No, (laughs) no, that would be annoying. You You mean he could fly? My word, it must have been a Sky Terrier. A Sky oh. Terrier. Oh, that's terrible, Mr. gone Look, in the hunting season. Look, haven't any of have you ever gone hunting? Oh, I go hunting every morning. That's fine. What do you hunt for? Meat. Meat. Butter. Sugar. Butter. My old man. He's out, too. <laughs> Next time you go hunting, look for another head. The one you got is no good. The question's about dogs. Have you got a dog, Mr. Howes? Yes, I have a good dog. I have a whippet. Why? Well, the... Be- <laughs> What do you mean, why? Why have you got a whip it? Now, wait a minute. It was a good dog? Why do you whip it? I I said I got to whip it. Makes no difference whether it's good or bad. You got a whip it whether it's good or bad? That shows you what a dirty, mean street that man has. Yeah. Tell me something, Miss Hunt. Why do you got a whip it? Why? That's my question. I know it is. <laughs> I got to whip it because I like it. Well, if you like it, why do you whip it? Listen, you three tubs of waste fat! Don't you know what a don't you know what a whip it is? Oh, rather, that's a small whip, isn't a it? That's right. Now, whip it is a small greyhound. Oh, a greyhound! I ride on one every day. You're right, <laughs> Mister Sheldon. Did anyone in your family ever die? No, thank goodness. Why don't you go home and break the monotony? Why don't you do know that, Mr. Howard? What color is your greyhound? It's brown and white. I thought you said it was a greyhound. It is a greyhound, but it's brown and white. Oh, he must be beautiful. Grey, brown and white. What what color? What color is his eyes? Blue. You imbecile blue. Imbecile blue. Very pretty shade. Did you say blue eyes? I love blue eyes. My old man gives me one at least every Saturday night. <laughs> getting the folks up here. For want of something better to do, we turn to our Auguster. You've all heard of Phil Spitalin's all-girl Auguster. Here is Dr. Novick and his all gorilla orchestra. <laughs> I give you Dr. Novick because I have no use for him. Here he is. same order. Where's that duck coming from? One of them's walking out. I wish they'd make up their minds. Mr. Roberts. Our first suggested, Mr. Howard, is Corporal Harold Horton of the United States Army. That's fine. Glad to have you. Good evening, Corporal. We're very happy to have you with us. How are you feeling this evening, Corporal? It's fine, Mr. Howard. Well, that's fine. Where's your hometown, would you care to tell us? I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Nice I, I used to work in that town. I was a manicurist in a carpenter shop. You were. You you were a manicurist in a carpenter shop. I used to file nails. I see. <laughs> Just ignore them, corporal. They're not responsible. Uh, what are you doing in New York? On a furlough or? A... Yes sir. I see. You having a nice time? Fine. Well, that's well. I'm glad to hear it. I'm sure. Say, Corporal hawking you know, I I, uh, I remember. Uh, the last four, you know. I was in the last four, yes. Yeah. I remember I went on a furlong. Had a hard time remembering and... it there. You went on a what? No, as a matter of fact, I did. I went on a furlong. You mean a furlong? No, no. A furlong. When I came back, they put me in the guardhouse. Well, why didn't they put you in the guardhouse? Well, I went too fur and stayed too long. I. See. Waiting for something like that, you should have never came back. What would you do before you entered the service? I went on a furlong. I'm not talking to you, please! Pay no attention to them, will you, Carver? We're glad to have you with us tonight. We certainly are. What's your first name, honey? Harold. Harold? Oh, that's a cute, don't you like that? Oh, that's a yeah. cute name. Mr. Howard, isn't that a pretty name? Yes. You know, all the names, I'd be, I'd That I is a nice name, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't try is. to win the Academy Award. Go right off. Well, look, honey. Honey, look here. Yeah, look. <laughs> you, you, you can just call me Razor. Yes. Trapping girl. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been brushed off lots of times, too. Now, well, do us a favor there, reach into the dunce cap there, corporal, and pick up a question for us, please? And will you read the question, if you don't mind? What kind of liquid is used in a fountain pen? Uh, that's very good. To the point. What kind of liquid is used in a fountain pen? Do you have a fountain pen, Mr. McNaughton? Yes, but it's no good. I can't write a word with it. Well, perhaps you can tell me the name of the liquid you use in it. Oh, are you supposed to put something in it? Ah, oh, I didn't know that. Do you have a pen, Miss McConnell? Do I have a what pen? A fountain pen. Don't you know what a fountain pen is? Sure, that's a jail with running water. A jail with running water. A jail with running water. A fountain pen is not a jail with running water. Well, I ought to know. My old man's in jail, and his cell is full of water. His cell is full of water. It must be. He said for me to come up and bail him out (laughs) Well, Mr. Connell uh, What's your old man in jail for? For beating a horse in an alley My word, why was he beating a horse in an alley? He thought it was me Nice (laughs) Very natural mistake You know, my brother-in-law's in jail What's he in jail for? For doing his shopping early that's well, silly. How could he be arrested for doing his shopping early? Oh, he went shopping before the store opened. Right. <laughs> Look, the question's not about jails, it's about fountain pens. You know, my little nephew swallowed a fountain pen this morning. We sent for the doctor, yes. But he can't come until tomorrow. He can't come until tomorrow? Um, what are you doing in the meantime? We're using a lead pencil. I <laughs> see. <laughs> Mr. McNaughton, how come you were never elected king of the morons? <laughs> Professional jealousy I imagine, yeah <laughs> The question's about fountain pens Say, so, did you hear about the little ink drop That was so blue because its old man was in the pen Finishing out a sentence? Uh, oh, <laughs> <please. laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, <get> ah, <laughs> uh, you please that, try and that, answer the question? good, you know, in the pen, finishing out the sentence Yeah, yeah I get the point I get the point <laughs> Please, will you try and answer the question? We are trying, Mr. Howard, and I must say your attitude is not the least bit helpful. I see. Well, I beg your pardon, Mr. McNaughton. I'm really sorry. I I didn't mean to hurt you in the least. What did he do to you, Mr. McNaughton? What did I do to him? Why did he hurt you? Oh, it's nothing, Mr. Connell, nothing at all. No, it's quite all right. What did you do to Mr. McNaughton? Now, look. Look, please, I didn't do anything to him. Well, then, then why did you apologize to him if you didn't do anything? Answer me that. Quite all right, Mr. Sheldon. Say them oh, no all about it. Oh, it, it is, sir. Oh, I mean, don't bother with it. I- I've forgiven him. Ah, you've forgiven me for what? For what? Well, Mr. Howard, let's forget the whole thing. Let no. bygones be bygones. What are you picking on Mr. McNaughton for? Where'd he hit you, Mr. McNaughton? What I hit him? <laughs> Say, what is this? Oh, acting innocent, huh? You can't go around insulting people, using your brute strength. Are you big sap for nothing, you dumb clock? I'd punch you right in the nose. For nothing. For two cents, I'd punch you right in the nose. Anybody got change for a nickel? <laughs> you saved that one nicely, Mr. <laughs> are you gonna answer the question? Are you gonna answer the question or aren't you? You mean we have a choice? You have a choice. Uh, please. Mr. Hart, I'd like you to know, old boy, that I bear you absolutely no malice at all. What no thing? hard feeling whatsoever. Thank you. you. Thank you. That's very no. nice. In fact, I feel just the same way about you as I always have. I appreciate it. Why, if you and I, old boy, were alone on a desert island with only a knife between us, I'd let you have it. You'd let me have it. Our next contestant, Mr. Howard, is a very pretty and a very charming young lady, Seaman First Class Hilda Charles of the Stars. Very nice. Good evening. Good evening, Miss Charles, and welcome to a stage figure. How do you feel this evening, Miss Charles? Just fine. Well, that's fine. You certainly do look it. Where, uh, <laughs> where are you from? Would you care to say? North Carolina. Oh, from North Carolina. Down in North Carolina, nothing could be finer. That is marvelous. Uh, how long have you been in service? Ten months. Ten months. Let's see. I suppose you enjoy every minute. Of it. Very much. Yeah, all the girls tell us that. Uh, <laughs> what? What are you doing? What are you doing here in New York? On a visit, or? Just a visit. Just a visit. You've been in New York before? Yes. Oh, you have. How do you like our fair city? Oh, our yes. rainy city today, rather. Very nice Oh, you like it That's (laughs) well. Well, I'm glad to hear that I hope we've been treating you all right Have we? You have Uh Ah Have you met any boys? (laughs) Have you met any nice boys in the city today? Not today, I haven't Yesterday? Yesterday (laughs) I see How would you compare them with the boys in North Carolina? What would you say? Well Well, you don't have to If I'm putting you on the spot, don't be afraid to say so Are they the same, more wolfish, or a little more timid, or what would you say? No, the boys that I've met in New York are very nice. Well, that's fine. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. We have, we do have a nice bunch of boys here. I will say that myself. What did you do in civilian life, Miss Charles? I was a bookkeeper. A bookkeeper? I see. Bookkeeper, huh? Yes. Figures. Figures. Huh? Figures. <laughs> that would come in your mind, you wolf you. mister Hart, please introduce me. Introduce me. Now, wait. Uh, would you like to be introduced to Mr. McNaughton, Miss Charles? I would. You would? Uh, that's unusual. Uh, Miss Charles. Well, Miss uh, <laughs> Charles, meet Mr. McNaughton. How, how, how do you do, Miss Charles? How do you A do? Pleasure. You do? Turning mm-hmm. it on now. So I don't know... I'm sure I don't know when I've met a young lady with so much charm and personality. Same line every week. <laughs> you know, Miss Charles, that your beauty intrigues me? Mm. Me too. How you been? I hope. <laughs> How do you been? I hope. Oh, oh, oh. I That's have no doubt. You, I say. That's English, Miss Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Miss That's... Charles is a very nice girl, isn't Miss she? Charles is a very nice and charming-looking yeah, she, girl. She's much younger than I am. <laughs> Well, who is it? <laughs> you, you old quote <laughs> All right, I worry a lot Stop en- <laughs> Stop embarrassing Miss Giles. Pay no attention to them, Miss Charles We'll be feeding them any minute now uh, We're glad, as I say, to have you with us, I'm sure And will you reach into the dunce cap there while you're here And pick out a question for us, if you don't mind And when you get one, would you be kind enough to read it right into the microphone, if you will? In what city in Canada is the Bank of Montreal located? (laughs) That's very nice. In what city, in what city in Canada is the Bank of Montreal located? Mr. Mr. Howard, you might like to know that I consider that a very excellent question. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Would you consider answering it? I'd be glad to. You'd be glad to answer it? No, I'd be glad to consider it. (laughs) Miss McConnell, how about you? Oh, I'm all right. How about you? I'm fine. Wait a minute. I mean, do you know what city in Canada the Bank of Montreal is located? No, but I can find out. Never mind. Never mind. Why well, don't you ask me? I'm here, too, you know. Oh, yes? All right, Mr. Sheldon. All right. The Bank of Montreal is located in what city? There he goes changing the question. Huh? Oh. oh, you God. don't answer the question the no. way it's written. Right. I can't answer Wait you. Wait a minute. I just gave it a twist. You did not. just are screwing it all up, Mr. <laughs> never do. You've been lost since the day you were born. Ah, you make me sick. Okay, oh, let's get on here. I don't believe any of you know what a bank is. Who oh, don't? I just came from a bank this morning. No. I went to the Citizen's Bank to get some money. And they said they weren't giving any money away. Certainly not. Banks don't give money away. Well, it's at Citizen's Bank, and I'm a citizen. Oh bank's loan money. They don't loan it either. I tried to borrow 10 bucks from them. (laughs) Did you have any security? Certainly. I showed them my social security card. (laughs) Did they? And they didn't give you the money? No, they weren't even social. Look, the bank has got to have security. You have got to have something worth $20 before they will lend you $10. Well, this suit is worth 20 bucks, ain't it? Look, they don't want your suit. That is not security. It is for me. Ah, (laughs) Please. $10 $10 if I hadn't got a suit. Where would I go to spend $10 without a suit? Oh, you're right, old boy. You'd certainly look silly walking down the street without a suit on. No. That I'd like to see. <laughs> the bank has got to have collateral. They can't get along without their collateral. I can't get along without my collateral, either. <laughs> Mr. Hart, tell me, how much collateral would Mr. Shelton need to borrow $10? Roughly, I would say $20 worth of collateral. got to have $20 to borrow $10? Wait a minute. If I had $20, I wouldn't need to buy the $10, would I? No. No. don't you understand? The bank won't lend you $10 unless you give them something worth more than $10. Well, why, Mr. Howard? Why? So in case Mr. Sheldon does not pay back the loan, they can sell what he gives them and get their $10 back. But if he had something worth $10, he could sell it himself. Certainly I could. But maybe he wouldn't want to sell it. Then why give it to the bank to sell? Look, you don't give it to the bank to sell. I don't give what to the bank to sell? Whatever you're going to give them. But I'm not going to give them nothing. (laughs) Then that's what they'll give you. What? Nothing. <laughs> well, folks, we have just put on ice another session of a face Be with us again next week if you can. Same time, same station. Now, here is that back alley baritone to tell you just what we mean when we say... It pays to be ignorant. To be dumb, to be dense, to be ignorant. It pays... To be ignorant, just like me. Each week I earn six dollars, my brain is terribly lax. But when there ain't no income, then there ain't no income tax. So you see, it pays to be ignorant. Have no brain, be your name, just be ignorant. It pays to be ignorant, just like me. Mr. Howard, I'm going to interrupt you a moment. Yeah, something new has been added. Talk. Go on, Miss McConnell. Of course, go right on. Here, do. All right, Miss McConnell, talk, but not long. Hello, everybody. All you boys over there. I just want to tell you fellows overseas that I've been buying up all the pink ribbon in town, just waiting for those love letters I'd like to get from them. So, honey, just like me, your pen pal Lula McConnell. It pays to be ignorant. Care of Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, U.S.A. Right soon. Goodbye, honey. Ta-ta. Ta-ta, Miss McConnell. I second the motion. It pays to be ignorant. Starring Tom Howard, Harry McNaughton, George Shelton, and Lulu McConnell. With another guest expert and Nat Novick's rhythm butcher. We'll be back to test you again next week. Ken Roberts saying so long for the Armed Forces Radio Service.